cautious. Fifties of the loud turn hippie in the clouds. Ain't no zip lock. We rollin' sticky out the pound. I'm in and out of guts while she in and out of town. Say the pussy get wetter when she miss me, so I drown. Kicking on loud. See my time wasted. We the Hennessy fuck. Got my mind wasted. Method to the man. Yo, man, hold on. Let's, let's, let's make sure we get this right. Let's right? do it. We got we got Nick Tanalu, Houston Astros, third base. Is that correct? Yeah, third base. Yep. And more importantly, this quarantine ain't stopping him. He out here putting his work in. Um, towards like January twenty first, Houston Astros invited you to spring training, and now you're just sitting around, right? It's just like, oh, uh, what am I gonna do? Yeah. Exactly, man. It's uh, you know, we go down there, we like, you put in like three weeks of hard work, and then the virus gets pretty rough in the U.S. And then next thing you know, they're sitting you home and telling you to stay indoors, and uh, and that's what we do. Like, you know, I got the workout in today, but other than that, you know. Uh, I'm moving houses right now, just down the street. So if I'm getting out of the house, it's just going straight to my house. But other than that, man, I'm just just hanging out and just trying to uh, not be so bored, you know. Man, huh? and, and we're, we're so we're so glad to have you on the show. Let's talk battle rap. And I have to ask: in this downtime, are you watching some battle rap? Oh yeah, you definitely. Uh, <laughs> you, know, yes. you know, I never been. I never got into. The female raps, uh, like the rappers, is much. Uh, but lately, I've been watching. Like uh, I saw, I saw like a little snippet of my verse in the RX. Ah. And then you know, I know jazz. It was, it was jazz, good for the eyes, right? It was, it was, it was nice yeah. on the eyes. Yes, yeah, exactly. And bro, they got they got bars too. So it's like it's a fact. You know, I, I feel it. Niggas like you are not getting me tripped up, brother. <laughs> my, my man Vlad is married, so he's like, I ain't, I ain't concurring. I, I know exactly how to walk all around them landmines. Good answer, I, brother. I, Good I, answer. I hear that. I hear that. Word, man. No, but that's dope, though. Like, uh, yo, how frustrating has it been, though? It's like everything gets started. You're like, yo, we're about to go, and then it's like, sit your ass down until who knows how long. Like, what does that do to your psyche? I mean, it's tough. You know, this off season we put in. Uh, me and my trainer, we put in a lot of work, just trying to transform uh, some certain things with my body and just movement. So that was. It's tough because you get to spring and you're like, man, this is my year, whatever. Uh, but and there's not much you can do about it. You know, it's not. It's just the hand you dealt, and you got to deal with it. And hopefully, like people say, if if everyone stays in and just you know avoids big crowds, hopefully this goes away soon. But you know, I try to. I'm not taking it too much as a joke because there's just so many deaths around it, you know, and it's just, you don't know, like, uh, and I try to reach out to people I ain't talked to in a while because you just never know with this kind of deal going on. So I just try to take it real serious and, and just abide by the rules, really. Absolutely. I got, I got a chance to watch a bit of a story that you have online, and I got a chance to read up on you. And the work ethic that you kind of had is interesting because you've always, like, believed in yourself. And as one point of your story, I laughed where you're like, my father used to wake me up in the morning and make me run. He would chase me with this purple truck. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> and if I didn't outrun the truck, I was going to get run over. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah. I might, I might exaggerate. I don't think he would have ran me over. But uh, he might have, you know, it might have been some other consequences when we got home or something. But, yeah, he, uh, <laughs> he, uh, he definitely – I got a little sister now. So, I mean, she's old. She's four, uh, 15. But he don't he don't stay on her as hard as he did me, which is probably good for her because, I mean, he, he was – he was pretty tough growing up, to be honest with you. But it, it helped out at the end, you know, the work ethic. Absolutely. I know for me, being Haitian and coming from, like, a, a international background, 
our fathers don't play with us, boy. It's like, listen, man, you ain't going down that path. Like, I didn't bring your ass yeah. to this country to not be yeah. doing that. So it's like waking up early and doing all that stuff. Like, I totally, like... I could I could totally feel where that was coming from because we were waking up early as hell too and getting work done and it was like while everyone is sleeping you got to be out there doing something so I totally related to that part of it man oh yeah hundred percent I got I got to ask can you tell us the origin of like your your fandom and battle rap like where did it start like what, what was your first battle who was the first battle rap you watched like when did you kind of like became a fan of the culture uh I can't I can't remember who my first what the first battle I watched. I mean, of course, when I was real young, I watched the eight mile tape mm. and I saw that, uh, which was on beat, which was it's still dope. I still think like battle rapping on beat is dope. But then I really got, uh, I got hooked on, uh, um, I always saw snippets, but the battle that kind of got me was, uh, DNA versus disaster. Oh, uh, yeah. uh-huh. Just because, I mean, I felt like for me watching it, uh, Disaster's first round was crazy and like the the crowd was hype and everything and then for DNA to come out with that first line about like ironic his father died on that day and I, I was just like hold on now he's talking and then you know then DNA goes and just it was just a classic battle man they both they both came with it I wish uh you know I know they did that round two thing like the guest thing I wish they would have uh, just had a regular rematch and let them you know go at it but that that battle was that battle was crazy yeah, Drake yeah. being there. Yeah, I mean, like, especially that's the thing with DNA is uh, he's so nasty with the freestyles that, like, disaster, like, messing with him at that, it just made his, uh, you know, his uh, his rounds so much nicer because DNA, bro, you can't really mess with him on stage because he's so good at coming off the top and, 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 and putting something on you. He caught Twerk like that. Remember when Twerk tried to, yeah. tried to jump in his yeah. lottery? He's like, rookie yeah. mistake. <laughs> you should have kept him out, shot. <laughs> And it towards, I, like, I think the, the beauty of disaster and DNA, like a little bit of the backstory, is like they, the the match was first kind of like booked out in the West. It got canceled, and then it was booked in Toronto. And disaster's there, and DNA missed his flight. And DNA was like, "Well, that's it. I missed my flight. I can't make it. I'm broke." And then somebody's like, "Nah, you're you're getting on this flight. We're we're paying whatever we got to pay. We're gonna get you there." And they got him there just in time for his battle. So he's coming like right off the plane. And you know, like traveling from like city to city, state to state, like just that little bit of just like airtime can like fatigue you a little bit. Go yeah. right off the plane into the venue and gave that legendary performance. Yeah, that I mean that battle was crazy, man. Like I just felt like that was like DNA on the map in the sense of like he's always been good, but it's almost like that first round, right after disaster finished his round, DNA's it's almost like his back was against the wall and he just came out like the shooting. Mm-hmm. It was just which is crazy. You're a big, you're a big Hollow fan too. Yeah, I like Hollow. I mean, uh, Hollow is just—I mean, he's OG. Like, he just—he just—he's so good, man. In the sense of like, he can get real gut on you, and then he could name the name, the flips, the schemes. It's just—he got so much in his arsenal. It's—it's it's hard to not like him. Uh, you know, you got other rappers. I got other uh, battle rappers that I like, but Hollow's always been up there for me because, like. I feel like every battle he goes into, it's just he could come out with something and, and, and be like, it's almost like you're watching it for the first time. He's so mm. unorthodox with it that you just never really know what you're going to get with Hollow. 
And oh, then, yeah. like, he's always so experimental, too, that sometimes he might go a little too far, but then yeah. that's where that line of genius lies. It's like, okay, oh, yeah. I might be going too far, but I might be doing something that's never been done before. Yeah, and like, then, you might, he might seem like he's reaching during a battle, but then it's like, that's just, that's just Hollow's creativity. And then next thing you know, maybe a month down the road, you got other battle rappers going that same route. Exactly. Somebody's always got to keep, he's always trying to push the boundary. I'll give him that. Yo, you know? Yes. You might get an incinerator and a generator and all that stuff, but for every one of those, you're going to get yeah. something that's like off the hook also, you know? Yeah. And, and it's like, he's no, he, he's no master of just one thing. He's just so versatile. He can, he's like a little Swiss army knife, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so like, I look at that. I'm just like, shit, man. Yo, I, I'll ask you. Because we love to do this all the time in sports and battle rap. Like, compare moments to battles, players to rappers. If you had to pick a baseball player to compare to Hollow, who would you pick? Hmm. Let me see, man. Because he's up there for me. Like, I don't necessarily, like, I don't really do the goats like i i try to i try to stay away from that because everybody's so oh, yeah you no, you're an athlete you'll get caught up in it all day yeah so like <laughs> man for hollow i'd have to put i'd have to put him like in a sense of like what you said with the swiss army knife so i i can't think of somebody off the top of my head but like um let's just say this i'll say this i'll say hollow Hollow's battle rap is like Marwin Gonzalez in like 2017. Mm. I don't know if y'all know who him, but like, man, he was a sw- he got MVP votes that year. He had mm. played, I mean, dude, he played almost every position besides pitcher and catcher in the sense of like, it didn't matter what they brought to the table with him every day. He brought his A game, and that's how I feel like Hollow is. Now, definitely, I think Hollow is like a household name, like a Mike Trout. You know what I'm saying? But I think. Mm. Him, the play of like him, like Marvin Gonzalez being able to play every position on the field. That's how I feel like hollow is. Right. And be a switch hitter at the same time. Exactly. <laughs> I want to be doing all exactly. that. Like he did, Marvin did it all. And that's how I feel like hollow is man. And, and hollow's done so much for the, for the battle rap culture. It's, it's, it's crazy. Do you, do you have any of your teammates that also watch battle rap? Cause I feel like you guys have so much downtime sometimes that you guys are just yeah. binging content, sharing movies, sharing shows, sharing YouTube videos. So, uh, and so I think my first, like, I've always, my brother's into music and stuff, like, just low-key. So, like, I've always been around the rap game. And uh, so me and him throw bars back and forth at each other. No dissing. Oh. Just put, oh, okay. No dissing, but just putting it out there. And then I had my first battle rap against a player, like, I want to say it was, like, three years ago, like, in front in the locker room. That um, must have been hilarious. You battled another player in the locker room? Yeah, it was in the locker room. Uh, I mean, I knew... Because he watches a little bit of battle, but man, like when I was in college, I like, I really it was like I lived and breathed battle rap. So what, like, what, 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 I would love to know what you spit to him. Were you, were you like, coach put you in and you were right out? <laughs> I got a hit that you struck nah, out. Nah, <laughs> not like that. We, we, uh, I can't, I can't quite remember what I was saying. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, we were going at it. He had, uh, he had some good lines. But my thing with. Like, I actually, this year in spring training, we had Dusty Baker for the first time. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got a guy on the team who's in AAA with me. He, uh, his name is Chaz. He uh, he freestyles a little bit, but he's just funny with it. He ain't really trying to do nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they made us rap battle in front of the whole, like, big league team, Dusty Baker and all that. That's so cool. I, 
so I've been battle rapping, man. I just, uh, I just, there's it's so much fun to get out there and just like express words and, and just get like, I like the performance wise. Right. And I got to figure that it's got to resonate with athletes too, France, because it's so competitive and there's so, cause you got boxing, you got MMA, and then you've got battle rap. And even with the pitcher and the, and the, and the hitter, it's mano yeah. a mano. It's like, you bring your heat. I'm going to bring my heat. And only yep. one of us is going to leave here victorious. So I think that's why like athletes really resonate with battle rap so much because it's one of those few things where it's like, it's one-on-one and only one person can survive this thing. And it's so unique, man. It's so different. Yeah. That's why, that's why I like, uh, I mean, a lot of people, I feel like the, that I know that watch some people don't like the small rooms. I like the small rooms just mm. because. Like when you go to somebody's hometown, it's already, you know, you already at a at a loss for the crowd wise. Like there's some times, bro, where like where I'll watch Cortez and I'm like, man, he really talking, but no one's feeling it because he he on the road or something, you know? Oh yeah, you, you wanted to talk about that. Yeah, like uh like I like the small rooms just because you got in a small room, you got nothing but battle rappers really and a few a few uh you know associated, but so they know what they hearing, so they really can, you know, Gotta it ain't like it yeah, it ain't like it's a away crowd you're trying to deal with. We laugh, right? And uh, Cortez—that's that's my man. He's my, he's my idol. Like I've known Cortez like as a as a fan, obviously for over a decade. But now I'm building a relationship with him, being a media member. Uh, I've always told him like his old red performance reminds me of like LeBron 2018 Finals when he dropped 51 in Game One and they still lost. I was like, Cortez, you did the best you could have done, and, and it wasn't enough. Yeah, it, it breaks my heart, and and I think you saw that battle. You were like, "Yo, we got to talk about it." Like he yeah. slept on here. How'd you feel about the Cortez and Red battle? I mean, it's tough because like Cortez for me, man. Like I feel like I mean, don't get me wrong, Cortez gets love, but like, God, he got like he just got it in him. Like I mean, his struggle bars is crazy. Like he's on the level with like Chess when I feel like that. Like I feel like Chess is super nice with the struggle bars. Uh, but I mean, he just ran into an animal that night. That's just how it goes. Like, I mean, that's going to be nice when you got your A game, but dude might just bring it a little bit harder. Oh, red got the uh, performance down. So it's like that battle was hot. I think it's, a, I think for sure that battle needs, it's, it slept on a little bit from, from fans on the sense of the Cortez side. I mean, everybody sees old red, but Cortez had some things that, that, that in that battle. Yeah, there's nothing you could be mad at at Cortez in that battle, but old uh, red, that was like his first title defense. He had the he had the girl holding on to the title belt. He had that glow. <laughs> he was, he was loving like, it. Like, he was like a wrestler that just came out. He got the oil on and he's just like walking down yeah. to the ring. It's like, yo, no matter what I do tonight, it ain't gonna be enough because the fanfare, the pageantry, and the bars. Sometimes, sometimes it's just gonna be your night, you know. Because yeah. have we seen of late? All right, he's had a couple of rough ones as of late. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like. It ain't always going to be your night. And it's like Cortez, really, he laid it out that night. And, but then when you look at the hollow hand battle, he had the glow that night. And he yeah. put hollow hand in a body bag that night in his hometown. You know what I mean? So he yeah. is definitely sometimes going to be your night. It's not going to be your night other times. Oh, yeah. I would love to know another battle that like really stood out to you. You're like, oh, like this is significant. I remember it for this moment or this round, like. Another real standout battle for you that you kind of like. Uh, it's got to be, man. Like I think, and I get it. Before I say, like I get, like him going, 
a little bit Hollywood. And don't get me wrong, he ain't Hollywood, but like Uh-oh. Hitman, like like he he you know he's doing his wild night thing, all that, whatever. But the Hitman holler, John John the Don, in the sense of Hitman's first round was crazy, and then that was my first time seeing John, and mm. John's first round was crazy, and I was like, man, like John gonna be a problem coming up soon. And sure enough, you know he took off, but that battle right there, especially when when he met Hitman remixed that. The the bullets bullets that came out, but but the crazy thing is uh, when John John said I'm taking my shot close range, I was like, oh, oh my yeah, God. yeah. We really like baby, John John. That my junior, baby, what's that for my junior? Baby, what's that for my junior? That's my junior. That's my junior. That battle was hot. I I can't I can't lie to you. No, nah, that battle was crazy, man. Hit. I, I, yeah, no, I, I was in the building for that one, and when I was watching it, because like the year before, Hitman headlined Summer Madness. And then the next year he's opening. So this was like, what? You were just a star. Now you're opening the show. This is weird. But yeah. he had like such a powerful performance. And John John rose to the occasion. It was almost like one of those, like, I'm the veteran. I'm established. You're that guy that's just becoming an all-star. But you had that performance where like, just kind of like slap your ass. And it's like, yeah, you good shit. You be yeah. long here yeah. now. It was like one of those, yep. like, you're here now, man. Yeah, he proved himself straight out the gate. Like, that's when everybody was like, okay, John, for real. It was like, look, John, John, you don't got to bring in the donuts anymore, man. You don't got to carry the bags. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, it's all good. You one of us now. You can sit at the front of the plane and you can play cards with us now. When, when you said when you said donuts, Nick kind of like laughed. He's like, I remember those days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you well, have so- any of the hazing? Like, did you have to go through any of that? Does that nah, still go nah. on? I mean, it might with other scenes. I haven't, you know, I haven't like. He left out. Yeah, I ain't seen that. But yeah, I've heard of stuff, but nothing crazy. Like. I haven't had to deal with any of that or had to, or, or seen anything firsthand. Because mm. I'm wondering, it's like with everything changing now in the climate of, you know, everything is so PC and everything has got to be almost by the book now. Can teams even do that anymore? Can you even miss that? Or are guys even like, yo, listen, I'm making millions of dollars. You're making millions of dollars. I ain't doing this shit. Like, it, yeah. it's no, that I, type I feel of like- I feel like with those guys that's making big time bucks, it's like they don't even care no more, man. They just like, mm-hmm. I need, I need, I want my bread and I want to play. That's it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, mm. no, I hear you on that one. Damn, man. This, me and Vlad always say this to ourselves like, battle rap is such a beautiful culture, especially if you love hip hop, like real deep lyricism. But every battle rap fan, especially a hardcore fan, Got a little sun off in here. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a little degenerate in here somewhere. Hundred percent, man. Like, <laughs> you can't sit there 100%. and like, yeah. If you getting hype over like gun bars, it's like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to be a little bit different. Because <laughs> I, yo, France and I, we always talk. I go, yo, France. Do you ever listen to the content that we're consuming for like hours like, a day? Like when you tell like, it to somebody. Nuts. When you say to somebody just plainly, they're like, what the fuck are you talking about, baby Wesson Jr.? What? <laughs> yeah. Have you ever shown anyone a battle and they just go, yo, nah, man, this ain't for me. What? 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 <laughs> what, what, what is going on right now? I, I, I haven't. No, nah, I haven't done that. I will say this. That time I did battle that dude in, uh-huh. uh, in the locker room. We had coaches in there. and One of the coaches had to dip out. He wasn't, he wasn't about that life. So which I understood. I was like, go ahead, man. He's like, like he's threatening to shoot him right yeah. now. Yeah. I think uh, we need yeah. to interject. He's going to shoot him. And he's exactly. going to rape his grandma. No, we can't let it happen. For real. That's, I mean, some of the stuff they say is like, oh, shit. Like, you got to have, like you said, you got to be a little different to, to accept and respect that. Uh, 
Absolutely. Oh, man. Uh, what, what's the rest of your day looking like at this point? Honestly, man, I'm about to go in, probably get some food and just kind of chill a little bit. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, man, honestly, I just been chilling in the house, just trying to stay, uh, stay virus free, you know, <laughs> what's, what's, what's the, uh, I know with, uh, guys who get to your level, successful guys, they usually have a routine that they follow every day. Like there needs to be some kind of structure. Some guys are just so lucky that they can wing it and be at the top of their game. But I know to get where you're at, there has to be some kind of structure. What's your daily routine and regimen like? Uh, you know, I wake up, man, I try to uh, get a little breakfast in. And then if I got my schedule, like lifts that day, I'll get it in or whatever. If I'm not doing my list or like going to hit or something, I try to stay active at least like just something, you know, mm-hmm. uh, like we said, mama mentality the other day, like you said earlier, like just watching his videos and him talking about like, um, you know, he would he would feel like he couldn't go to bed or he would feel unaccomplished if he didn't get like some type of workout in every day. And I'm not talking about like you need to be out there like, you know, grinding for real, for real, like, uh, you know, each and every day. But a little bit of something, you know, something right. just to make you that much better. If you can get a little bit better each day, I feel like you, you, you're making your way that way. Absolutely. I got to ask you also, too, does meditation or anything like that, visualization play any part into your day and part of that regimen now? Yeah, I'll say like before each of my workouts, uh, me and my trainer, we do like a lot of breathing, kind of mm-hmm. just slow the heart rate. And, uh, you know, they believe in meditation, like like talking about like uh, if you're taking a shower, like give like a good like 30, 40 second, like really like turn the water real cold and just try to breathe. You know what I'm saying? Like because you face an adversity with that and just trying to breathe and slow down. And not be, uh, you know, uh, your heart moving so fast. And that's just stuff I try to do on a daily basis. Just try to wake up and try to start my day like that with a little bit of adversity. And then you go from there. Yeah. So I know with a couple of sports guys I know, it's like they're literally, they could be eating breakfast, but they're picturing themselves walking through the hall, coming out, hearing the fans, how they're gripping the bat, going through the entire routine. And then by the time they're actually doing it, it's like, it's almost third nature at that point. It's like, I've done this already four times today. So now it's like, oh, that ball's a little slower. My swing's a little quicker. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. If I'm riding in the, in the whip, I'll definitely, I'll throw my walk out on and I'll start picturing stuff. So I listen to it and I start picturing like either coming to the plate or like just on deck or something like that. Yeah, dope, dope. Uh, and two, two more questions I want to ask you. I read up, right? You were a retro sophomore when you left for the draft. Yeah. Take us back to that time period when you were considering to go for the draft. Like, what was your mindset like? What was the conversation with people in your camp and family? Like, did you did you believe in yourself that much? Because at one point, always, you have to bet on yourself. Oh, what yeah. was that time period like? I mean, it was tough. You know, I, I had a lot of talks with my family. Uh, there was talks about coming back to college. Um, I just felt like, uh, you know, I really – that was my dream always, to try to make it to the big leagues and do all that. So I, I just wanted to take that shot. But definitely, man, I, there was a – I wouldn't say there was doubt that I could, like, I always believed in myself, but there was doubt in the sense of, like, uh, should I have waited a year or should I wait one more year and try to come out? Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, I'm happy with my decision. Um, but, yeah, definitely. I was a, it was a lot of, it was a big thank you process with me and my family. Mm. Mm. Quick question. Biggest difference between living in Alabama and living in Washington? Probably the rain, man. Honestly, the Seattle rain is... It's crazy. It, 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 and in a sense, of, I was talking to somebody today about it. It's like 
it's not the rain you get like in the south with the downpours. It's almost like, man, is it ever going to stop raining? Mm. It's like a it's like a natural mist. But I will say this: Seattle in the summer, like I, I, I mean, don't get me wrong, the beaches in Florida and California and all that's fun. But bro, Seattle's summers is so nice that that's one of my favorite places to be in the summer. Just how nice it is out there. Mm-hmm. Quick question, also coming from Alabama, Southern cat. Your brother's into hip hop. What was some of your favorite rappers coming up? Coming up, uh, coming up, man. I say it's weird because I mean you always got the ATL guys that mm-hmm. that kind of paved it, um, you know. So listening to like listening to like Ti, you know, what I'm saying Nelly was hot when I was coming up. Uh, but my brother really was on the Houston train in the sense of like Slim Thug. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he listened, my brother listened to Paul Wall. He liked, I don't know, he liked the chopped and screwed type thing. So I listened to that. Um, but now, you know, everything's kind of, um, kind of changing a little bit with all like, everybody calls it like the mumble rap, whatever. I really mess with it in the sense of like, it kind of reminds me of battle rap a little bit more now because you're starting to hear more like gun bars, drug bar, like mm. in, in, in the, in the, in the music industry. So I really mess with, of course, the ATLs probably. It's got to be top two right now, the hottest. And then uh, really who I mess with, them South Florida boys. Them South Florida boys go hard. Mm-hmm. So like, mm-hmm. I like them a lot. But, of course, you know, the New York, Cali, they always got their their, their big stars. But, uh, yeah, I'd say Atlanta and Houston growing up was still probably my two favorite in Atlanta, Florida right now. Mm, nice, man. Oh, yeah, that's, that's dope, man. That's dope. Uh, I, I got to make sure to at holler to Don, tell him to stop ducking you. <laughs> <laughs> Cause, now, cause... He, now he uh now it was uh i mean y'all saw his this was his was like uh he uh man it's like i said the name flips and then the minor to major i mean we yelling the hollow fight back <laughs> now nah, he he nice with it man i think he i think what he's doing right now is uh is huge because i mean for one like not being able to host big venues and all that you know maybe the culture dies a little bit but now you got you know, with him and IG Battle League and you got like DNA and them trying to battle like through live. I mean, it just I think that's keeping the culture hot. You know what I'm saying? Instead of letting it die down while this time period. And I think Hollow doing a big for the culture right now. I think we might even have a cultural cleansing now because can't get as much clout as you could have before. Can't just jump out and go battle at some local league. So it's like who's really into it? for the art, the culture, the bars, and who's out there just for the cloud. Now, if we're going into this until like June, July, there's going to be some dudes going back, you know what I'm saying, to like the container store and going back to packing boxes and just say, man, fuck this shit. (laughs) This ain't my dream no more. Like, back to regular life for me. 100%. Word. Yo, man. Nick, man, I, I appreciate your time, brother, man. I know you're a busy man. And it's always it's always amazing for us to talk to another battle rap degenerate because yeah. you know this is a small circuit. So when you find that one person, you're like, like you fuck a battle rap, <laughs> yeah, fuck a battle rap. It becomes an amazing conversation. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, man, I appreciate, I, I appreciate y'all having me, man. It's, it's always good to talk to people about some battle rap and just talk about like some of the classic battles. And I like it, man. It's fun. Uh, Vince Carter is a big battle rap fan, and he tell he told the story where he's on the locker rooms on the planes. He's showing his teammates battles on like his phone, and they got, he got everybody watching it. And me and Vlad always said to ourselves, "Yo, these athletes, they gotta be listening to this shit. They have to be." 
So yeah, much. I think they do. I mean, you saw like KD at the battle. Like, I mean, some of these battle rappers is like, or some of these athletes. I think they are. Uh, they might not say they are, but uh, I definitely think they are. And I think, I think once these athletes start really listening to it and like posting it or whatever, I think the the I think the industry can only grow from here. Uh, it's already it's already huge fan base. Uh, um, but I think with with athletes hitting it up too would be would be another step for them. Absolutely. Before you go, Nick. Who are your top five favorite battle watchers to watch? Not who are the GOATs or the greatest of uh, all yeah. time. Just your personal favorite that you're like, yo, I'm going to start a playlist, and I got to have these five guys on my playlist. Ah, uh, yeah, that's going to be tough. But I I was thinking about it. Today. I was like, they might hit me with the top five. Of course. So, like, I ain't going to tell you, my, I ain't gonna tell you my, my top five, but I'll tell you top, the five I like listening to and getting, in, getting into that battle rap mode. Mm-hmm. Uh Hollow for sure, just because I listen, you know, I like his schemes, I like his name flips, and I like, you know, every once in a while Holly get, Holly get real gut on you. And then uh, I'm going to go DNA because DNA, like, kind of put me on with that, uh, and I like how he freestyles. So I'm going to go DNA for number two. Uh, and then, man, this going to be – this might catch off guard, but really somebody that I really took a liking to, man, was uh, was Rex. Oh, of course. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not going to catch us off hey, guard, baby. Nah, hey, <laughs> We're New York City cats, man. Rex hey. is like, he's one of them dudes. The Rex, the Rex ill battle and the Rex verb battle. I mean, when when he said uh, murder mook wanted what? Oh, 25 k I'll kill somebody for real. I escaped oh, four oh, raids and three indictments. My life is exciting. I said, yeah. what? People Bro, don't even so understand what's going on right now. You got them three, then you got, and I'm then I'm gonna roll with I'm gonna roll, roll with Surf because I like okay. Surf. I think I think he nice. And then my fifth man, my fifth. Ah oh, man, uh, I gotta I probably roll Geechee. I, I like oh, Geechee, oh, man. man. That's I a great pick. That's I mean, a great, that's a great five. Yeah, I like yeah I like man. Uh, I tell you, like honorable uh, T tops in there, and then okay. Rum Nitty, of course. You know, Rum Nitty is they, they gotta, a goat. Yeah, they got to find somebody for him. I don't hey, know. Vlad is, you know, you know, we're media guys, right? Yeah. So, you know, there's, there's, there's some people you're supportive of, you defend. There's some you're critical of. My co-host here is a little bit critical of Rum Nitty, and I'm trying to tell him. Rum Nitty is the GOAT. <laughs> Yo, he is an alien, though, friends. Don't act like I, I don't acknowledge that. No, Rum Nitty is an alien, man. <laughs> no, nah, he... I love his he, pen. He, he for sure, he a problem. He, he uh, somebody got to... I don't know. Somebody got to do something, because he, uh, he's definitely a problem. Quick question. If Hitman battles Nitty, who do you have winning? Uh-oh. Big stage. Big stage? Big stage. Big, big, big stage. 2,000 people there. All right, is show out on the stage? Show out there, yeah. Show out, Big Gerald. Everybody's there. Okay. Uh, oh, I'm gonna go bias. I'm gonna go bias. I got Hitman taking him down. <laughs> and, and, the re- and the reason put it on wax. Reason I say that is because I feel like, and I know sometimes it's different, but I feel like with that battle, Hitman going that performance is gonna be crazy. I mean, but Rum Nitty's nice too, and and. I don't know, man. I, it's gonna be tough, but I think him man got what it. He definitely got what it take, but. Rum Nitty's so nice with it, man. It's, it's tough, but I, I take it, man. I take yeah, it, man. Because my partner France here made this tweet that said, "No one in STL can beat Rum Nitty." 
you know what? It's crazy about that. I think Hitman got a better shot than Verb. I don't know. I just yes, sir. We, no, we all we all concur, we all concur there. But yeah. Hitman was the one that took it very personal. Hitman yeah. is so competitive that he blocked France for even thinking that he can lose to Rum Nitty. Crazy. <laughs> But I have Hitman's number. Like, I wish him happy birthday. I, I talk to him all the time. I was like, you know, he, but he's Hitman's like, oh, dog, how you not going to think I can't be Rob Diddy, dog? You're crazy. <laughs> hey, is, uh, is Rum Diddy, was, was that thing, was that Rum Diddy and Conceited thing? Was that a, was that anything ever come up with that or not? It, it's just, it's us really just pumping it all the time because Conceited is a, is a pure puncher, the originator. And, you know, he's up there, right? Rum Nitty is now officially trying to pass that echelon, that threshold. So it's like he may have done hey, it already, man. I mean, yes, but I mean, you have to be conceded to officially put the final stamp. If it never happens, we're gonna just be we're gonna debate forever. But if you get a chance to put them in the ring, yeah, I tell you so. what, we had conceded on the air for a couple minutes when we uh, spoke to Hitman and conceded. He's not scared. He's not yeah. scared at all. He's like, what? Hey, and to, and to be real, like I, I like conceited, man. I really do. Um, I, I just don't. I, I feel like the. I don't All know, right, man. you can say it. You can say it. <laughs> you can say it. it. It's I okay. <laughs> I think. I think Nitty go. I think Nitty had a would take him. I don't know, but because you know, conceited, his punches is crazy, but the delivery is still good. Don't get me wrong. He a goat. He he one of the goats, like with, with his punches. But uh, Nitty's performance and punches is crazy so it's like i feel like the crowd gonna feed off a of nitty a little bit more i feel like i'd like to see it in a small room just because then i could really get down with with the uh, with the uh, conceited punches you know and that's gonna be conceded to coming out to that you know he gonna have some you know conceited got some shit for somebody mm-hmm. he, he been you know he we ain't heard conceited in a minute so you know he got some shit Nah, but Conceited's such a big money guy and such a big name now he's got to come back to that pageantry and that fanfare and you know, he's got to hear the cheers and all that for it to really go down. And oh, I think, yeah. No, nah, they're going to have to do it on a big stage. Yeah, and for Nitty to take it, he's going to have to happen on a big stage, man. It's going to have yeah. to. Yeah. Oh, man, Nick, it's been a pleasure, brother. Hey, I appreciate it, man. Y'all let me know. and I'll be on here all the time. Y'all let me know. Oh, for sure, oh, man. We'll, we'll, definitely, we'll definitely have you back on, man. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Nick Tanalu rocking with us on Let's Talk Battle Rap Podcast. Until next time, everybody, peace. Ah, uh, y'all take it easy, man.